And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created are exploited, we are downtrodden, we are denied not only civil rights, but even human rights. So the only way we're going to get some of this oppression and exploitation away from us or aside from us is come together against the common enemy. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, You've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. Get together, have a few laughs. Welcome to the Iowa Talk, guys. My name is Theo. I'm TP. And I'm E-Rock. We're just going to bring you some events, some, some news. news. Some news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Joe Biden goes on 60 Minutes. That's so <laughs> breaking. But, uh, hey, he was a fantastic talk. I haven't seen the whole thing, just major clips. But E-Rock here, he did... Uh, you didn't watch it? He did some... I didn't... You weren't home? I um, have stuff to do. Why don't I play 49 seconds of it? That's just... Yeah. What, what, what part of it? The beginning? Where are we going? You're about to find out. Okay. Better not be dumb. As Ukraine succeeds on the battlefield... Vladimir Putin is becoming embarrassed and pushed into a corner. And I wonder, Mr. President, what you would say to him if he is considering using chemical or tactical nuclear weapons. Don't. 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 Motherfucker, don't. It will change the face of war unlike anything since World War II. And the consequences of that would be what? I'm what would the U.S. response be? You think I would tell you if I knew exactly what it would be? Of course I'm not going to tell you. It'll be consequential. They'll become more of a pariah in the world than they ever have been. And depending on the extent of what they do, will determine what response would occur. I think this is kind of actually a scenario where the United States isn't exactly telling Russia what to do. That's just my take. What? Well, elaborate. What do you mean? They are not really taking orders from anybody but themselves Russia, on the Ukraine yeah. deal. This oh, isn't yeah. this isn't a uh, scenario where they've been showing that. They've been doing that. This isn't a scenario where the US can pressure somebody like they're used to. Um right. Like these smaller countries yeah. where their their GDP, you know, isn't even can't even come compared to Texas's, right? Yeah. You yes. Know? Absolutely. So yeah, I agree. They're trying to use these muscle tactics and, and whatnot that they have been for years. And uh, we've discussed this before in shows in the past that it's not going to work with these guys. No. Uh, especially, like they said, these countries, Russia and China, their roots are so deep. <sighs> it's just they will not be pushed around. This isn't what we're used to doing. It's like, you know, we had trouble in Vietnam, okay? <laughs> trouble in Vietnam. That's not much to say, but it's, it's the least we can say. Yeah. Right? And uh, Russia has a little bit more, you know, they're not Korea, they're not Vietnam, they are not Iraq, they are not Afghanistan. 
But, you know, Russia also had trouble. The USSR had trouble in Afghanistan. It all depends on what war you're fighting and what extents you're willing to take. Well, this is one right on their border. Yeah. Once again, and we've discussed in shows in the past, that one side saying one thing about what's happening in Ukraine and another side saying a complete opposite. So I don't really, I haven't heard too many reports of Putin being backed into a corner, actually. I think he's... Um, did they just reclaim a bunch of land? Who? Ukraine. That's yeah, that was up in the north around Kharkov. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. I believe so. It's also a possibility that the Russians removed their forces from Kharkov because Kharkov is in the north. Right. And they're now focusing on the southern region of Ukraine, Mariupol, uh, Kherson. Is that not also in the south? I, I believe, believe so, yeah. Odessa, of course. Right. Which is further west on the Black Sea. Mm-hmm. Which is major. Yeah. So, is it actually a Russian loss? You know, something I can we can get in, we can get into more of the. I, I just I have a couple notes on what may have happened recently strategically. We're we're lagging on what's happening. We haven't released stuff fast enough. enough right. Money. But I don't. Iraq. You have but, an. It, uh, no, just what uh, you know. They asked for another forty-seven billion. In Ukraine, COVID nineteen and monkeypox. Yeah, this is which is extremely interesting. Well, this is Isn't you know it? something that, that Washington D.C. loves doing, right? Is just giving money no, and weapons giving our to money to other people. Yeah, other yeah, absolutely. It's fantastic. Is that going to solve the war? It might. Or wait, he said he'll <clears throat> whatever it takes. Well, I think it's interesting. They're saying he's backing him into a corner. Does that corner is the corner of the, the Black Sea? Is that what he's trying to say? That's the corner he's backing him into? I just find that interesting. And also, I like how he, uh, the 60-minute anchor brought up our, uh, Scott, what was his name? Scott Peely brought up, you think Putin might use chemical weapons? I take the threat very seriously. I take the fact that he develops weapons of mass destruction very seriously. I remember the fact that he has invaded two countries before. I know for a fact that he's poisoned his own people. Today I want to make it absolutely clear to Assad and those under his command, the world is watching. The use of chemical weapons is and would be totally unacceptable. Russia would pay a severe price if they use chemicals. We can't let the world's worst leaders blackmail, threaten, hold freedom-loving nations hostage with the world's worst weapons. That was a point that I I'm like, about. Hmm, this Where sounds familiar. We? I'm having a strange sense of deja vu once again. Like, are you guys really going to try that fucking dog and pony show again? Sounds like an opportunity for opportunists. I thought Colin Powell was dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> His spirit lives on in the U.S. government, brother. <laughs> so that is horrible. But I guess that's what we're doing, right? That's not what we're doing. That's we're what they're doing. We're talking about the horrible, though. Oh, we talk about the horrible. Yeah. I guess. We're, tra- we're just talking about real life stuff. So, I caught on the Duran that the r- regions of eastern Ukraine, Donetsk, Lugansk, Kherson, and Zaporozhye. So, we just said Kherson, which is down in the south, which was a rearrangement, right? 
leaving. I think we're right, correct, in Kharkov in the north. Maybe we have cities wrong, but I think Kharkov is in the north. Kherson is in the south. I'd have to look. And the they have a referendum coming up the 23rd and 27th through the 27th of September to possibly join Russia. And this changes the whole strategy for Russia. Who? These four regions. Okay. Donetsk, Lugansk, Kherson, and Zaporozhye, according to the Duran. This so they want to separate. This. So, well, they're holding a referendum hmm. later this month. We don't know how it's going to go. But if they happen to uh, vote to be autonomous and or, or go the way of Russia, that changes everything. That changes a lot. So, the, and, and, you know, Jackson Hinkle. I wouldn't say everything, but well, changes a lot. The scope of the operation, because remember, the, by their own rules, they called it a special military operation. Correct. And we're talking about the corner that Putin has been backed into. Yeah. Well, the, be- the corner that they've been backed into has been self-imposed. Right. That's what I was saying. So, yeah. yeah. So, if at the end of this month, these regions vote f- to go t- towards Russia, and I don't know how they're going to vote, well, it's not going to be militia fighting anymore for Russia. It yeah, will that's going to be interesting. It will be Russian, Russian troops. military. Yeah. So, that's going to get crazy. Which is a fact that I don't think people have also realized is that it hasn't been regulars. It's right. been militia. militia for the majority. For Russia, yes. The majority. NG- NGOs, basically. Thanks for letting me be long-winded there. You're good. But real quick, also, Iraq pointed out here, send me this. The White House also wants Congress to provide $1.5 billion for uranium for U.S. nuclear reactors in case there is a reduction in Russian supplies of uranium. Oh, and $500 million for work on the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. We spoke about that Strategic Petroleum Reserve before on here. In the Arctic? This, this particular one. This is going to get really interesting here. I wonder how this is all going to play out. Yeah. I'm going to have to dig more into that. We'll have to bring that up later on in something. To be Another continued. Another show. To be continued on that topic because that's super interesting. But let's get the, back to the interview, the 60 Minutes. The, uh, the economic war hits us a little more there. I would just like to leave that b- before we get to that interview. So, you know, another thing on that interview, he, they, he actually calls him out on his age, Biden's yeah. age, you know. Yeah, you said uh, that. Yeah, play that clip. How would you say your mental focus is? Oh, it's focused. <laughs> I, say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look, I have trouble even mentioning even saying to myself my own head the number of years i no more think of myself as being as old as i am than fly i mean it's just not uh uh i haven't observed anything in terms of there's not things i don't do now that i did before whether it's physical or mental or anything else well they certainly made it a (laughs) big deal of donald trump for a week or two Mm. back when they needed a story Uh, how old he was yeah yeah in that, uh, Scott goes on to say, Mr. President, you are the oldest president ever. And uh, Pretty good shape, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't understand. What, what is a fly? I'm well, they live for a matter of days. Is that, is that what? <laughs> <laughs> and they, they like to eat shit. Yes, yes. <laughs> this is another fact. They like to fly around and stick to Obama's face. Yeah. That happened a lot. 
he says, I no more think of myself as being as old as I am than fly. I mean, it's not, it's just not, uh, uh, I haven't observed anything in terms of first thing. Yeah, so he says nothing. So, so this is, is par for the course. Juan, Juan, Juan. Says nothing. Is he trying to say he's pretty fly for a white guy? I think that he said that when he told black people that they're not black if they don't vote for him. That's oh, yeah. A, that's, he was that fly for a that's white guy. That's how fly he is. Yeah. yeah. On 60 minutes. <laughs> he's in pretty good shape, man. Okay. I mean, in all reality, though, that does come with its own... I mean, not to just poke fun at the guy for his age. We're not really doing that. But that comes with its own concerns as far as health. I mean, cognitive ability because right. we've all had grandparents that age and you just see it happen by the damn minute. Right. I mean, and it's sad. It's terrible to watch it happen to your own grandparents and stuff. But guess what, folks? I don't think uh, Mr. Joe Biden's immune to this. But then uh, Scott carries the water for him and says, oh, you have a, had a string of legislative uh, successes recently. And he says, how'd an old guy do that? Ha! Wow. But then he would have said, but your oh, approval yeah. rating in the country is well below 50%. <laughs> in the <laughs> I wonder, 30s, I think I heard that. I wonder <laughs> why you think that is. <laughs> Which Joe replied with a bunch of mumbo-jumbo. Yeah, uh, let's start with you're a turd face. This is a really difficult time, you know. Um, that the, the government and governments around the world have made... Yeah. <laughs> well, and then we lost a million people. A million people had COVID to the virus. Apparently, yeah. well, uh, I like when I, he got into office. I, I got elected. Only two million people had been vaccinated. I got twenty-two million. Wow, huh. that's an accomplishment. Well, and I wonder but if that has anything to do with the vaccine coming out right at the end of Trump's uh, presidency administration and you know Operation Warp in, yeah. Speed coming in pretty much right when Trump or Biden came into the office. So, but then he also says the vax or the pandemic is over. Oh, we're we're gonna skip right to that one, huh? It seems like it seems like the pandemic is over when it's convenient, right? Right, when there's. Just the midterms coming up. Yeah, it does. Well, most he, of this seems. He was at the political. Detroit Auto Show, and he, you know, he says, "Yeah, you notice no one's wearing masks." Well, I was just down in St. Louis. Yeah, there was still a decent amount of people wearing masks. I noticed it in Milwaukee. Yeah, when I was over there. Mm. Don't see it around here too much, do you? Nope. I see a few. Hey, if that's what you want to do that makes you feel safe, go ahead. The rest of us know. Peace be upon you. Yeah, Godspeed. But it's really interesting, though, that, you know, in in that he did announce, hey, the the pandemic's over, right? Done. Yeah. But then, you know, we talk about the, and the same foot, Mm -hmm. our neighbors to the north there, up up there in Canada, (laughs) Mr. uh, Mr. Justin Trudeau. Trudeau. As uh, Klaus would say. As is Klaus Schwab. Mr. Trudeau. Mr. Trudeau. Part of the young global leaders of the World Economic Forum. He has been a good young yeah. man for us. Yes, and, uh, and I was looking around after I met him, and most of his cabinet members are members of the young global leaders. Oh. It's very, very, very great. They yeah. have a stronghold. Anyways, uh, they're imposing still... Um, 
you know, here, this is a lifesitenews.com uh, article where it was saying hashtag Trudeau must go has been trending on Twitter. Daggum. As uh, thousands vent frustration over COVID mandates. So he's still uh, pushing the vaccination mandate and vaccine passports and all this other crazy stuff. But here, we're, you know, our president just announced it's over. The pandemic is over. It's, it's gone. But we cured it all just like they cured the flu back in 2020. Has Remember it that? not long been an aim of the World Economic Forum to push mass vaccination? I think they've published that. I believe they did. Didn't, did we not talk about that? Hey. Anyway, I think we did, yes. But as of Monday, nearly 400 people are, were dying every day still from COVID, according to Dr. Fauci. Yeah. He rebuttaled Fauci. I thought he was on his way out. And in December. Oh, so he's still. Yeah. We are not where we need to be if we are going to, quote, live with the virus. Because we know we are not going to eradicate it. This is what Fauci said. Who has long pushed mass vaccinations? vaccinations. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All, hey, he which said, he was wrong you know, about. That was more medicine. Even but, yeah. now, more than two years, close to three years into the outbreak, we only have 67% of our population vaccinated, and only one half of those have received a single boost. A single boost. A single boost. I would so say that two-thirds of people being vaccinated is pretty successful. But then a third. Right. Only got the boost. A third. Considering or, it's an experimental. So a, yeah, a third or just and like. And remains another third that are dying apparently that, i guess that makes up the 400 people a day it must be yeah. i i don't know the head of the cd uh, i don't know i don't know but good news this breaking news <laughs> new york city ends private employer vaccine mandates oh. and pushes boosters according to mayor eric adams it's just oh. over yep this just came out today oh, okay well, that if sounds it's over, like over. Then why are they pushing that? Uh, well, sounds the, like a good ploy to get a bunch of people to take a vaccine on a mandate real quick, like, and then just cancel it later. I hope this isn't but one of those instances where Joe said something, and then when people actually did it, they got in trouble. Like that one time when he said, "You don't need an AR-15 for home defense; you just need a shotgun." If somebody shows up at the door, you don't know who it is. You just put one through the door and yeah. weapons expert. So I hope this is not one of those instances. Well, according to this article, it only, God forbid it starts, he's wrong. It starts on November first. What does this? The private businesses and including restaurants the will no longer have to check workers' vaccine cards. Healthcare workers, however, are still required to the be vaccinated. not vaccine passport, but but booster encourage passport. booster campaign, right? Is that what that is? That's a good way of saying Well, he it. says 89% of city residents, including children, had received at least one dose of vaccine. Mr. Adams said it was time to usher in a new stage of flexibility for parents and businesses, although he left a mandate for city workers in place. Okay. Mm. And he says, I quote, it's time to move on to the next level for fortifying our city. <laughs> I don't... Uh, Interesting. All the infrastructural... Infrastructure workers all have to have it, huh? I I can empathize with those people. And at this point, what is our name? We are the Iowa Talk, Talk Guys. Guys. 
Well, no, you, you just like to talk. And you can move to That's New all York we do. City. If, yeah. <laughs> Folks, That's in cool. New York City. They're welcoming. If you can get out, I'm not trying to recruit people to move to Iowa necessarily. That's not an aim no. of ours. <laughs> in fact, here. It's awesome. if you like the city life and you like voting the city life, just stay where the hell you're at. Please. Yeah. And you really wouldn't like Iowa at all. Yep. No city here it's is anything true. like that. You well, there's barely any people away. here. You just th- stay away. But not even Des Moines could accommodate you. Trust but me. you can actually live a way better life, quality of life, outside of the city of New York. I, I'm. That's just like your opinion, man. Yeah. <laughs> Where are they supposed to get this cash monies to do that? Selling their assets, like most people do, and. But you know saving money but then again it's being stolen on a daily basis by the federal reserve so. but the yeah. mayor said you know he, there's a possibility of a new another variant that well and so did fauci he said naturally yeah. well it's likely yeah. we'll see another variant emerge well if it's Going anything like the, the regular flu or cold Every year there's going to be a new variant. So you've got to lock down again. There's also the chance that 67%, I think I've heard that number earlier, um, that 67% of people will react um, quite favorably to these people when they have a carrot dangling over their head. Mm. Sorry. Sorry to... Not trying to alienate anybody, but... It happened to me before, man. I I want my Krispy Kreme. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I want my free pizza for a month. Well, it tastes great. You wouldn't. Like, you had to read books. Remember that back in the day? Yeah. (laughs) Heck yeah. That was awesome. Pizza Hut, you get the personal pan pizza. (laughs) But reading Mm. books is, you know, kind of antiquated. I like it. I like reading books. We talked about that to you. Well, so these are. So, so hey, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the president on here. I think the pandemic's over. I think Despite what everybody else says. Well, I think that had we a podcast two years ago this time, you'd have probably said the same thing. What? That the pandemic is over. Oh. Well, <laughs> maybe. Uh, you'd probably be kicked off, though. We yeah, we would, we would be, be shadow banned. Yeah. yeah, and we yeah would have, we'd if be, we're not being, yeah. but... No, yeah, I don't I, think we are, but... I think that we understood that there was something hey, more subversive happening. I'll tell you this. I witnessed... I was... I was in a field. I was a field service technician during that time, and I never stopped traveling for work. Still going, so I'd go through the airport for all that stuff. Yeah, you're essential. I was Did an essential. Did you do dances employer. on TikTok about? No, what? Songs. I think it's interesting no. that people <laughs> we'll can get be into deemed TikTok and how it sucks ass. I think it's interesting that people can be deemed essential uh, uh, or non somebody else. You're right. Yeah. Like well. I mean, that's an interesting uh, it was really use interesting. of terminology over people. We'll see a lot of the manufacturers since they shut stuff down. They're like, well, here's the time to get all this stuff that we have had broken for years fixed. We got the time now to, you know, we're forced to shut down. So, so this was service call time for you. For yeah, this was whole, like maintenance. Yeah, time. not just us. I mean, all every company I knew, I was running factory shutdown. I was seeing service techs that I knew. A- and uh, TP is there. We were there. We were. Did there. you have to show your vaccination card? Nope. <laughs> They did not well, care. You know, at the time, the, well, the, the vaccine didn't come out quite yet. And then even after that, there was uh, a few people that they asked for, and uh, we told them, what's that? And then they had us fill out this thing, and then they took our temperature, and then we went into their factory. And hey, remember when they shit? wanted us to all walk through detectors to see if you had a temperature? Oh, yeah, yes, yes. Like, like some factory. Yeah, I've been in some factories like that. Likewise. Yeah. <laughs> Man, some people made a killing on that. Yeah, that was a... Uh, 
Whoever came up with that system quick like that, whoop. Yeah, and it, was a, on you. and it was a good time for people that could quickly and cheaply manufacture face masks. What about the companies, the plexiglass companies? Huh? Huh? They you, made a killing. Do they you probably recall, made more money that year than Do you they recall ever local distilleries? How they were right? oh, yeah. just oh, making, making all the hand sanitizer? Yeah. And like honey bottles and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then Crikey. Was, and it smelled like... Oh, it smelled like the worst well tequila. You I get thought out. it. I thought it smelled like <laughs> daggum alcohol Dude, hand sanitizer. Oh, it smelled oh, the stuff yeah. I got. Oh, <laughs> uh, it smelled like some well tequila that just went over bad. I don't know if tequila can do that. Well, that's what you got to do, boy. Wasted Ten. like terrible well tequila <laughs> too, you know. <laughs> so, you know, I once seen one of those like. Dude that was addicted to alcohol or drinking. Oh yeah, the hand sanitizer. hand sanitizer. Yeah, yeah. Crikey, oh, what the fuck's that called? Alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> That's <TV. laughs> anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, they'll drink the mouthwash and shit too. Well, well they're they're well, severe alcoholics, is what they are. They just don't <laughs> want to be smelt. Well, at least you're clean. You won't get COVID. You're injecting that straight. <laughs> Maybe is that what Trump meant? You just got to drink. Yeah, you got to yeah, inject yeah, bleach or something. Whatever. Sanitizer. I said that as a that. joke. <laughs> you tried to fuck his wife <laughs> as a joke. <laughs> TP. What's up? Did you hear of the part on 60 Minutes when he was talking about his son Hunter? Uh, y- yeah. 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 He said, I love my son, number one. He fought an addiction problem. He overcame it. He wrote about it. And no, there's no, not a single thing that I've observed. He's a fucking overcomer, bro. Step off. Hey, we we can empathize with drug addicts to an extent, right? You know what? Get off the show. I mean, we. I can. If you have an addiction problem, you know, hey, I understand. And I'm all for getting better. But let's face it. Is it really an addiction problem? Um, when you're doing it, you're recording yourself doing it. <laughs> <laughs> or and, and you can't even get the prostitute to light the lighter to light your crack pipe. Did you see that video? No, no. I didn't watch all of them. But uh, you saw you there's a bunch of video, a Hunter uh, Biden video of this. I watched. Yeah, I watched awesome. some of them. Yeah, <laughs> we talked about that one where, uh, and I played in a clip of it when uh, when uh, old Joe was talking about his crime bill, and he was saying that anybody with a piece of crack cocaine larger yeah, than a yeah. twenty-five cent. Yeah. You know. Anyway, dude, how how terrible is all of this? <laughs> and he's getting high on crack and playing with guns and stuff and everything. Well, like, if you have a drug problem, it's like w- we don't have necessarily a position. If I'm allowed to speak on most people in the show, that hey, necessarily jail is just the fucking place for you if you're if you're if you have a drug problem. Well, that's where his daddy was sending all the citizens. Yeah, you need help. The privilege. Mm. is very visible here. You can see that. Well, there was messages. When you go and research any of that stuff, there there were messages between Hunter and his father about him needing money to go through these programs and all this stuff. And yes, and they paid for it. They helped him. They did do what they could do to try to help their son out. Well, that's what and you do. And why wouldn't you do that? Yeah, the family I wouldn't bash is that. supposed that's to do that. Absolutely. That's what you do for absolutely. The problem is, is still us... Us peasant folk, us common folk here, we still get prosecuted to the full extent of the law. And he still keeps getting the slap on the hand and his parents paying 
$37,000 for a weekend or week treatment or whatever at the best that this country can offer, and he's still doing it. So, And not to mention foreign trips and flights on Air Force One. And tell me that doesn't have some sort of... Or what about his dad buying him uh, hookers? <laughs> what? See that part? Him wiring, wire transferring or cash apping him. First of all, who the hell is Hunter Biden's dad? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think he knows. Oh, he's the smartest man he's oh, ever met. Okay. He's ever met. I remember now. Yeah, Put he that said that. So, yeah. You were um, on something. Also, guns. You want to say they, the, uh, the assault weapons ban. There's no rational deer aren't running through the woods wearing Kevlar vests. <laughs> <laughs> They're not? Well, no. Is that why you don't need a... Uh, but if you shot a deer with an AR-15, you're really going to piss it off unless you hit it right in the heart of the head. I'm going to tell you that right now. Think so? Um, I know so. Yeah. Because How? Because that's a small round going through a big animal. <laughs> and I've seen deer take 12-ounce uh, slugs. Or not 12-ounce slugs. Yeah, like for a game eight, like that, a an 8-ounce slug. A 243 or something like that is probably about the least... Uh, load and velocity for a rifle round that you'd want to use to take a deer down. So, I'm telling you, if you if you shot at a deer, you don't go deer hunting with an AR-15. You will go coyote hunting with an AR-15. Well, you obviously can with the correct well upper. You, that's true. Configuration. If you have a 450 Bushmaster or the larger uh, ones, 350 Legend or something. Yes, like yeah, yeah, something like that. That so, that will be a large enough caliber to be able to take down a deer. But a regular AR-15 and well, 223 or 5.56, you don't want to go deer hunting with that. That's not an assault rifle, though, correct? That's what they would deem as an yeah, assault rifle. Yeah, that is an assault rifle. Right. It's an AR-15. Oh, okay. Beto? NATO, NATO round? Can, no, Beto O'Rourke. Beto. Can I get his <laughs> Not definition? NATO. Oh. Beto. Yeah, can I, I want his definition. Oh. Of what? An AR-15 well, or an assault rifle. Call him up. An AR-10. Come on, bro. That'd be an... Uh, <laughs> an AR... 7.62. An AR-14. Isn't that what Biden said? An AR-14. You know that kid from Michigan? That trades Oh, kid? yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it an AR-14? Thing. Something stupid. And then some manufacturer... Like, I don't work for you. And then some awesome manufacturer gave him a weapon that had, like, AR-14 or some oh, shit. Oh, did like, they? Oh, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's cool as shit. Well, he confronted him on video. Yeah, and it was I know. Like a I campaign saw it. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was during his uh, election campaign. Yeah, some mm-hmm. manufacturer yeah. did that for him. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for him. Hopefully the union helped him keep his job, too. <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> so, at least he got a sweet weapon out of the deal. I bet huh? they helped him keep his job if they could. Or if they, Anywho. Yeah, uh, I don't even want to approach the gun argument on this because, as far as we stand, if you're against uh, any type of, or if you're for any type of weapons ban, you're an idiot. In my what book. about nukes? Well, what about see. what about artillery? If you can afford it, <laughs> yeah, that's that's like just a real basic economic <laughs> argument. Yeah. I mean, if you can afford a howitzer <laughs> and the rounds for it. And you if have the clearance, market. right? I mean, yeah. Back in the day, you weren't allowed to have a cannon, right? Oh, you could if you could no, afford it. I, I thought think he said you, could. you couldn't if, have a cannon if you could yeah, afford you could. it. Yeah, if you could afford it. 
But it was expensive. Yeah, it took a fun. lot of labor to make yeah. that shit. Also, that's why the, the four founders <laughs> understood. Yeah. They knew that like your citizens aren't going out and buying an Abrams. Not they didn't know what an Abrams wanted, but they knew no. they already knew at that point, like most of your citizens are gonna have like a Kentucky rifle. Yeah. Right. You there know? you go. And uh they're not gonna have cannons because most people don't afford it for one and two. What's the purpose of having a cannon? When people of Ukraine could use those. Yeah? Yeah. The black market the, yeah. guys are using them very well. People of the United States could use the shit because there are videos on a daily basis that I cannot even stand to watch because they are just so terrifying of crimes being committed in, well, we have the luxury of not living in a big city, gentlemen. Yep. Here, let's cheers to that. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Iowa. Hell yeah. To the shack. We are the Iowa talk, guys. And uh, there's plenty of video that we can watch. I mean, that is just horrible. In yeah. big cities, things that are have robberies, yada yada yada. I, I mean, I think not not too close, to, not too far away from us. Mm-hmm. Stuff like this is happening. But anywhere there is a population gathered, really, unfortunately, happening. And they're doing just absolutely stupid stuff. I saw this video over the weekend of these dummies. I don't know if this is a TikTok challenge or what this is, but the New York subway system, when they're coming up out of ground, uh, above ground, the rail system, they got citizens climbing up on top of the cars as they're moving. And like, Neat. they're like, look at me. Surfing. I'm like, I'm like subway Spider-Man, surfing. man. You're like Spider-Man. Whee! No, you're like, a fu- you're like an NES. Well. You're like an NES character. Dude. NES. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You mean, uh, like, Subway Surfer was that a game? Yeah, Subway Surfer. I think that was a, <laughs> I think that was a mobile app. But no, oh, no, no. Around here in Iowa, you surf on trains. Earlier, we had spoke about old Nancy going over there for no reason. Really, that was just to stir the pot. That old drunk. Imagine if they yeah. would have shot that plane down. <laughs> I despise that would, be, that would be war, dude. I That'd despise all people that drink. First of all, <laughs> you despise them. And I eat ice cream. I just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I despise all people that drink alcohol and eat ice cream and look like Skeletor. <laughs> Speaking of Skeletor, hold on. Before we get into this, can I tell you a story? A Skeletor story. Okay, ready? We're Let's getting go. into it, dude. So here I was, I was driving over a bridge, and one of these bridges has uh, recently had uh, road construction on it. There are a lot of bridges where we live, folks. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so it, it was a four lane, you know, two incoming, two outgoing, and whatever. It was merged into just a, a one, one way, right? So you had to merge okay. over. Yeah. Anywho. Uh, Get on over. I'm getting on over. I'm coming in. Not too early either. Well, there w- it was. It was there wasn't anybody really around, but there was a stoplight before the bridge, right? And I'm assuming that's what this lady was doing was trying to run that yellow light because I'm I'm going up, so I can't really see what the light is in my rear view. All right. And I'm getting over into the lane, just following the cones, and this lady comes flying up, tries to go around me, realizes that there's no way to go around me because there's a bridge abutment there, right? Daggum it. Slams on her brakes and lays on her horn. And 
This was recently. Like Beetlejuice movie? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> this happened in real life. This is real life to me. Okay, so I had my window down, too, because it was a beautiful morning. It was like 70-something out, dude. I had my window down, so I just yelled at the window. I said, it's called a merge lane, right? <laughs> Even go. though I, had, I wasn't like, I didn't cut this lady off. I had plenty of time to get over, too, and I was over. And by the time I was over, that's when she was trying to go around me and almost killed herself. So I say that, and I look in my rearview mirror, and this lady, like I said, probably I'd say in her late 70s, just skeletor face, bony, crusty white, glares at me and gives me this long, bony middle finger. Oh, dude. my goodness. That, <laughs> and I, dude, I totally thought this story was going somewhere else. Nope. Man. Yeah. That's and a great story. Oh, no. Here, it gets better. I start laughing, and I just give her the thumbs up, right? <laughs> okay, whatever. So we get across the bridge, and she's, like, riding. And this is – I'm just following traffic, okay? And she's, like, right up on my rear end. And I'm like, whatever. Don't care. Finally get across the bridge where it opens back up two lanes. First chance she gets, she goes flying past me. And on the back of her vehicle has, uh, you know, the coexist, <laughs> the peace symbol. Not the ones with the guns. <laughs> Not the one that would be funnier. No, 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 it wasn't one of those. It was all the ones about peace, love, and uh, Bernie Sanders. And I was like, oh, yeah. that's kind of ironic. Did uh, she perhaps feel slightly entitled? I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I didn't get a chance to talk to her, but I just was. I just laughed about it. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, dude. You're way too old to be getting your blood pressure up like that. I'm, yeah, I'm plus. Have a, yeah, that would have been terrible having a stroke going over the bridge. Yeah. How slow were you going? Oh, just, you know, the speed limit, 30 miles per hour. Over the bridge? Into 30 miles per hour. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it is, right? And that's what the rest <laughs> of the traffic was moving in. And that's what you're supposed to do when you're going through road Professionally driving a vehicle? Yeah. Weird. Ah. It was strange. Oh. <laughs> Super strange. But anyways, now getting back into Taiwan. So speaking of dumb, <laughs> crusty old uh, Skeletors. <laughs> and the river between and Taiwan river, and China. Yeah, the river that runs through it. <laughs> E-Rock here uh, pointed out that that was brought up during uh, the interview on 60 Minutes, right? Yeah, back to 60 Minutes. Yeah, back to 60 yeah, Minutes. 60 Minutes. It says here, uh, on the same day that we spoke to the president, Putin met with China's leader, Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping? That's what I said. <laughs> that's what I said, Xi Jinping. Yeah, that's what I said. There's concern that Russia's attempt to force reunification with Ukraine could inspire China to attack the island of Taiwan. U.S. policy since 1979 has been to recognize Taiwan as part of China, but remains silent on whether the U.S. military would defend the democratic government there. This is among the places where our interview runs into controversy. Because, mm. yeah, so, you won't be able to get your McDonald's toys now. Yeah, they're all made in Taiwan. I would just like to say that, God forbid, China or Russia launch a war on a country based on false pretenses. Right. They should never do that. What? And if what they do... first world country would ever do something If they like do that, that is a red line that they cross that they can never cross back. You know, so yeah. don't invade no countries under false pretenses. Yeah, look what happened with us. Who's us? Oh, the U.S. U.S. government, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the Scott Pe- Peely asked uh, old uh, Joe, what should you know about your commitment to Taiwan? And old Joe said, 
We agree with what we signed on to a long time ago, that there's one China policy, and Taiwan makes their own judgments about their independence. We are not moving. We're not encouraging their being independent. We're not. That's, that's their decision. So then he was asked, would the U.S. forces defend the island? Would Joe going on to say, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> if, cool. in fact, there was an unprecedented attack. <laughs> okay, so... I'm kind of confused here about that. I really wish the interview would have re- like asked for some more clarification. Well, I am not qualified as an individual that has ever um, engaged in an island campaign. Yeah, but I've read a little bit about it from a historical perspective and watched videos and whatnot, and that sounds fucking horrible to be Taiwan to launch an island campaign or yada 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 or to defend an island that sounds just like a tactical suicide well and and the marine corps has been focusing on an island hopping campaigns for the last 10 years well getting rid of their mechanized assets there's right that's this is just he contradicted himself he was saying yeah we agree that china Rec- is you know it's a one China policy that Taiwan's an, uh, uh, a territory of China, but if they invade them, we're going to totally stand up for Taiwan yeah. and and fight back. Hey, that's your commander in chief. <laughs> so that would be like if you recognize that it's a U.S. territory, that would be like the U.S. going into Puerto Rico and, and saying Puerto Rico was invaded by the U.S. They're still recognized as U.S. territory, folks. Right? Yeah. So how could you invade your own territory unless there was some type of civil war going on? But at the same time, this to me just goes to prove, once again, what I called before. I've, I called it on the show before. I'll call it again. The axis of evil is being yeah. built. I think the point that we're trying to make with this show, if I may speak for you, correct me if I'm wrong, is that we should just not give a... Sh- we should worry about strengthening us. Our borders. And our. Not- uh, our country, yes. our nation. Yeah. We should not worry about, said it recently, folks. That's not a very globalist viewpoint you're holding. Um, what about the world people? It's an American, an American first viewpoint. You know what I'm saying? That is yeah. what has usually been popular. I, I, I'm totally behind that. Until an event Focus happens. on exports rather than imports. Yeah, there you go. Um, and let's take care of our own before we take care yeah. of other fucking people, other countries. I'm sorry. I understand there's a lot of horrific stuff going out there. There's nothing going on around the world that sh- is worth U.S. treasure or, most importantly, blood. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely it, agree. Yeah. We don't need to send young men from America to go solve the world's problems right. and die. Or No way. Or kill other fucking people. Yep. And then come back and then be all jacked up from it. You know? Better you say it than anybody else because, you know. You know what I mean? You've you've spoke your I've got veteran buddies that are, you know, have issues with that. And, and hey, you know what? We were all there. We were in that mindset. And we were just, and I hate to use that term, but we were were doing what we were told. And it's very, you know, Nazi-ish. Right? Your words, not mine. Just following orders, dude. I, me, not so much, because I, I straight up, 
I was an attachment to an infantry unit, so I was like, oh, okay, I'm not doing that. <laughs> that was the greatest part about my job was we could just straight up be like, I'm not going to do that, and there's nothing they could do. Okay, well, just end this mission. That's RTB. You can get yourself a new engineer. <laughs> I'll leave. I don't care. Bye. <laughs> there's engineers that did that, so. Yeah, that was the best perk about our job, dude. But anyways, I regress. Well, there was the there reason was, there was this plenty got, of guys that did not have that ability to do that. Well, like the I reason did. this got brought up is because of our, you know, uh, rejection of U.S. foreign policy. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, we you, need, you have examples, real life examples. Yeah, of of you know, the impacts that happened later, and not only that. I mean, look at the impact that we probably put on that whole freaking area that we were there. Yeah, there's a lot of real world people. For all you know, we know, we, we killed some really good leaders, future leaders of those those areas. Not saying that, like I said, I, I'm, I'm convinced at this point that where we were at, we were not fighting Taliban. But now, there's probably some Taliban joker that's in charge of that area because we killed off all the other... Because the U.S. military <laughs> isn't there? Because the U.S. military killed off all the guys that were running the show. And then who came in to organize things? You guys mad at the U.S. about killing all your family and friends? Just join us. We'll help you out. And then just like the mafia, the Taliban, I mean, they're just like a gang, cartel, whatever, you know, terrorist group. Once they gain control of something. Tribe? Yeah. What, tribe? Isn't that exactly. how humans that really react? Yeah. <laughs> Once they have control of something, they're not giving it up unless they're forced out. So that, as long that's as the I way the world. I have to take off my shoes at the airport, I feel safe. Knock, knock. Who's there? 9-11. 9-11 who? I thought you said you'd never forget. Oh yeah, that's how we should have started the show <laughs> off. <laughs> okay, now you have it. Now you have it. I, lo- I love <laughs> that joke. Uh, just as <laughs> All right, folks. Well, we really appreciate it. Follow us on uh, like, subscribe. Yeah, Fo- on whatever you're listening to. We're gonna get some social media coming up here soon too. We're gonna be working on that. Hopefully, uh, by the end of the year we'll have some stuff to be playing for you guys and, and people following getting in, engaged in conversation at iowa talk guys on twitter yeah and if you guys want to drop us a line i'm tp at iowa talk guys.com theo at iowa talk guys rock at iowa talk guys dot com all right thanks a lot guys have a good night out out